0: Before we get started with the show, I just want to take a moment to thank Trusted Health. They're a nurse travel agency that does things a little different. They're back once again to sponsor our podcast, and we really appreciate them. Guys, go to trustedhealth.com forward slash good nurse, fill out a profile, and you can start seeing jobs that are available all across the country right now. And not only will you be able to see the jobs, but also you can see what they pay. So go to trustedhealth.com forward slash good nurse and see what's out there waiting for you. That's trustedhealth.com forward slash good nurse. Hey, everybody, this is Tina again with Good Nurse, Bad Nurse, and I have one of your favorite guest hosts back with me again this week. Hi, Mike.
1: Hey, how's it going? Am I really a favorite? Yeah,
0: no, you I'm really kidding. are. It's my, <laughs> You guys... You guys know it's Mike with Simple Nursing. So glad to have you back on. I'm so excited. It's been a while. It's been a few weeks. I know. You've been gallivanting all yes. over the place. I see. I see you on Instagram going all over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, yeah, I was stuck in a huge production hole for the majority of the time, and then I I did like what 260 hours of script writing uh, last month. Gosh. And then like 65 hours a week. Yeah. And then I went to Mexico with my family.
0: That's good. Took some time off. Yeah. self care. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: for
0: sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got a good show today. I feel like this is going to be really interesting. We're going to talk about a chiropractor for the true crime story and I've never done Oh yeah. never done a, a chiropractor before and so this is a true crime story and he definitely uh fits the bill for that. But I also wanted to maybe just take a little bit of time to talk about the profession and the philosophy of chiropractic medicine, but I do have a couple of stories that... <laughs> but you will say... Uh, but I will no, say... Okay. No, there's just really a couple of very high-profile... One one definitely is a very high-profile story that I wanted to talk about that involved ch- a chiropractor. So, this story is about Joseph Anthony. He is uh, the chiropractor that we're talking about. His wife was Judith Anthony. They were married in 1978 in New Jersey... And they divorced ten years later in Palm Beach County, um, and they were remarried again in 1991 in Boca Raton. So when all this happened, it was in Florida. Um, and it seemed like they definitely had a, a tumultuous relationship. Um, I think I guess it gets because they did have children. It probably gets complicated, you know, people not wanting to oh, yeah. separate completely. Um, so in 1994, Joseph Anthony. Got his chiropractic license, started his own practice in Palm Beach. And then Judith Anthony also started her own business, but this was a lot later. She started a business. It's a candle cottage, like a little candle shop, I guess. Oh, a little candle cottage. Yeah. Yeah. So in September of 1999, Judith Anthony filed for divorce, and she alleged that her husband had been unfaithful, and so they separated. Well, I mean, for the
1: second time. For
0: the second time. Yeah.
1: Maybe third time's the charm, you know. Maybe. I don't remember. Okay.
0: I don't think so. No. Or they okay. wouldn't be in the bad nurse story probably. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that's true.
0: So, in the divorce papers, uh she did say that he wasn't paying child support. Oh. Yeah. From what I read, they were very financially well off and there, there was really no reason for him to be upset about the amount of money that she was getting. Mm. So it sometimes people get really upset over these things and they just don't, they don't want to pay. It's not about that they can't pay. It's just a matter of they don't think the other person deserves it. Oh uh,
1: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I can see that.
0: So he accused her of freezing their joint accounts and trying to extort money from him. So, oh. they both filed restraining orders against each other. I mean, this is just, it's just an, oh it's an ugly divorce. I mean, it's basically an ugly divorce. But eventually, okay. when it all came down to it, the judge did huh? say that he was to pay her $4,000 a month. Whoa. Yeah, that's a lot of money.
1: That sounds like, that's like unemployment right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's what people are getting from COVID. Right now, okay. it does seem that way. Yeah, right? no.
0: Or what, or what travel nurses are getting a week for some of these.
1: I'm, oh my gosh, for some of these COVID, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. For 21 days, you'll get like $1,000 a day. Okay. I anyways, mean, yeah. it's
0: true though. It Jeez. is true. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, you might get COVID, but it's okay. If it's All COVID, right.
0: so yeah. If it's a COVID unit, I've even seen 5,000, over 5,000 for some of these. Yeah. As you guys know, Trusted Health has been sponsoring our podcast. And so I, even though yeah. I'm not actually a travel nurse right now, I went on and made an account and so I can go on there and see what jobs are out there and I'm always just curious. Yes, you can, even if you're like, if you're just like curious about it and you are you just think, I might like to travel nurse, you can go and, of course, you guys, I'll just make this, why not just make this a commercial?
1: Yeah, plug it.
0: If you go, be sure and go to trustedhealth.com forward slash good nurse. Just be sure and put the forward slash good nurse in there. That helps us out because it lets them know that we're the ones that sent you there. It's,
1: Super transparent, right? Oh, you can see the, all they, of the... they show you all the prices. yeah. And like, if you guys don't know, like traveling companies and like recruiters for nurses, like they're usually hidden about it. And it's like, Trust the Health's like one of the first companies that's like the helpful Honda people. Like they're super trans- They Like they don't even have recruiters. They just have nurses who retired from the field that help you get placed. It's Those true. It's
0: true. I mean, yeah. when I first started dealing with them, they approached me to sponsor the podcast about a year ago. I didn't know anything about them. I really didn't know anything about travel nursing, but I remember thinking this almost sounds too good to be true and then yeah, yeah. And then this year Q the nurse actually started using them and another friend of mine started using them and both of them have come to me with just amazing stories. They love their nurse advocates, they love working for trusted. And so, based on their stories alone, I would if I if and when I do decide to do tra- travel nursing, I will only use Trusted Health, not just because they're sponsored the podcast. Honestly, it's I wouldn't trust anyone else, but yeah, you guys go there. You can see, like, it yeah. tells you how much each job pays per week. You can literally go and look.
1: The weird part is I have friends, a lot of friends who do travel nursing, and they were saying that the recruiters actually take a big chunk of their money just to find the placement. Yeah. And apparently Trusted Health, they don't a big chunk because it's ex-nurses or retired nurses helping you get places. it's
0: different they don't work on commission so it's just a yeah 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 it really is a so completely like better it's a totally different philosophy mm-hmm. they really do what they say they do mm-hmm. they really do so you guys really should go to trustedhealth.com forward slash good nurse today and fill out a profile. Seriously. So when I saw yeah I see the four thousand dollars a month <laughs> and you're like yeah that's that's what I think. I think yeah that's what those travel nurses are and, uh, a week A week, that's what those travel nurses are getting. That's crazy. So on October the 12th, however, so I guess kind of getting back to this awful story because it is a bad, it's a terrible thing that happened to her. It was the day after their divorce became final and it was actually their wedding anniversary when this happened. She arrived, Judith Anthony arrived home. She had just dropped off her her children, her 16-year-old son and her seven-year-old daughter at school. And she walked in, walked into the kitchen and she was ambushed. By oh damn yeah by someone wearing a nylon stocking over his head and he beat her with a baseball bat and she said that she was shouting I have children please don't do this it's just so horrifying to think of yeah someone going through that and how awful it would be uh, man I'm just
1: like thinking I, I just did the neurological videos and I'm like man blunt force trauma oh. you can just have a brain bleed.
0: Oh, man. I know. I just, my heart just goes out to her just thinking of all the things that can that can happen. Yeah, yeah. Whoever this person is, they were beating her and hitting her right leg with a bat on purpose, like repeatedly. And they think that they were trying to break her leg. And they also put a baggie of cocaine into her pocket. So she just laid there and pretended oh, to okay. be dead. Yeah. To me, it takes a lot of courage to actually lay there and pretend to be dead. I, it would to me your instinct would be to fight back and that probably would be the yeah. worst thing to do cuz they're just going to keep hitting you until you until you you know you're not able to so Dang. there were not any signs of a break in nothing was stolen yeah. okay yeah. she actually did not die she staggered out of the house after this person left and went to a neighbor the neighbor called 911 and judith told that neighbor that she really thought that it was probably her husband that did it what the heck? Yes.
1: I mean, it was a nylon sock. Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much make out the face, right?
0: Unless they came from the back and was, was hitting her and then...
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Hmm.
0: I always felt... Yeah, it's going to be scary. Yeah, I always felt like whenever I would see... You know, like in movies, people wearing nylon stocking. I'm always just like, anybody could tell.
1: Like, hello, we can tell who you I are. No,
0: I just felt like that was so weird. So... She was flown, she was 46 years old at the time. She was flown uh, to the hospital. She was in critical condition, but she actually did survive. It's amazing. Mm. Obviously, the sheriff's office went right after Joseph Anthony. And so they followed him to a home that was under construction. And there they found a bloody shirt that he had left and of course, her DNA was on it, so it was her blood. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah, these people are never all that intelligent that are in these yeah, stories. Yeah, listen.
1: Yeah, listen to the podcast. Uh, yeah,
0: the and, best thing really is to do, you know, because you know, you would think that getting rid of the evidence would be the best thing to do. The problem is, yeah. it doesn't seem to matter how smart you are because some very, very intelligent people do very, very stupid things when they're trying to do something like this because you're under all the stress. You have all this, Mm -hmm. you know, everything is heightened. You forget things that should be basic common sense. That's why they get caught because they just, they overlook things that they should have realized. And you would think that's common sense. Why would you leave a bloody shirt with her DNA? I mean, it's, it's just because they are under so much stress and they're uh, not able to really think clearly, I think. And they're just, so they make really stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to be able to think through all of this scenario and everything that, that could possibly happen.
1: What are you saying, Tina? I'm, I'm saying thinking. don't
0: do it. <laughs> up Just like right up front, don't do it. You're never going to be able to get away with this because you're going to make a mistake. So you're human.
1: You know what? That's everything you're describing right now is like a lot of new grad nursing because you're so nervous. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes. It's true. It's like, oh. so I get it. Like, that makes sense. You know. Maybe people taking the end clicks.
0: That is true. And for all the new grads, and we we definitely have a lot of new grads. I love you guys, uh, at, the nursing students that listen to our podcast. And, you know, they're so excited about nursing. So I will say that what Mike was saying is very true that in the situation that you're going to be in uh, as a new grad, you're going to be really anxious and you have a lot of stress because you're doing things sometimes for the first time and you're having to do these things in front of people, in front of family members, in front of patients, in front of doctors, sometimes in front of your preceptor. So you have all these nerves and that, that will cause you to do really stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> it will cause you yeah. to say stupid things. It'll, ca- yeah, it'll cause it'll yeah. cause you to say something, and then later go, "Why did I say that? I know that's <laughs> not true. What is wrong with me? They probably think I'm an idiot." But the, if they are at all worth their salt, they know that they've been that in that exact same situation, and that you're just stressed, and that it's fine. Okay. You're go- yeah you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna say stupid things don't worry about it
1: yeah, yeah the moral of the story is don't cause no harm right like always double check triple check
0: yes that's what so, yeah. that's what the goal the goal is to heal and help people so of course DNA did reveal that the blood on the shirt belonged to his wife and a witness told detectives that she saw Joseph Anthony wearing that shirt earlier in the day hmm. and then when they questioned Judith Anthony's neighbors, they found out that Mm -hmm. they had actually seen him watching her house while sitting in a park across the street. So,
1: Oh, my god! I mean, the
0: whole thing just comes together. Not only that, they actually found a man who admitted that Joseph Anthony bought $200 worth of cocaine from him.
1: Wait, what? So wouldn't that put the guy admitting it into trouble? Anyways, go ahead.
0: Well, I know. I guess sometimes (laughs) they give them immunity, though, if they're giving— information that will help them with another yeah. case, a little bit higher priority.
1: Yeah, not murder, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, so not only this, like, it sounds bad enough that, like, okay, we found found a bloody shirt with DNA on it. We found a neighbor who said, yes, he was wearing that shirt today. We found a, a man who said he bought $200 worth of cocaine from me. But also, Joseph Anthony talked to that man and told him he was planning to plan it on his wife at her, where she worked or at her, her uh, in her car, or at her home, to have her arrested by making anonymous calls to police. I mean, all of these things just add up to, it's almost, it's so much evidence.
1: Yeah. Don't trust chiropractors, is what Tina said. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm just kidding.
0: I didn't say it. (laughs) Mike, Mike Linares (laughs) with Simple Nursing. (laughs) Quote. That was a a direct quote.
1: By by Tina. (laughs) Nurse Tina. No, no. um, I think every industry has, you know, pretty dull. Tools the shed.
0: but okay. Yeah, well, yeah. If doctors, nurses, everybody, everybody has everyone,
1: everyone. Those yeah, yeah.
0: weak links. Somebody had to be yeah, at the yeah, bottom yeah. of the graduating class. You know
1: someone, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. How do you have a number one if you don't have a number? You know. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. Yeah, you know. someone graduate. Yeah, you hear someone that? Someone has to be that that joke. Yeah. You know what they call someone who graduates at the bottom of their class for medical school?
1: Mm-mm. Doctor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) they're still a doctor, yeah. Yeah.
0: Nobody really knows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Well, okay. I have something to admit.
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: It took me all the way to the end of the NCLEX to pass. Mm. 265. I was there for six hours, five and a half hours, something like that. Well. I'm still a nurse.
0: You're still a nurse. And I think that sometimes, doesn't that happen? It doesn't matter whether or not you're getting them correct or like wrong or right. Sometimes they do that randomly to people. You don't know. If that means, oh, I must have failed or, oh, I must not be getting them yeah. right, doing well, because they do that randomly.
1: They take 10% of the batch of students taking it for quality control purposes. Mm-hmm. So, I'd like to believe that that was the case, but I don't know. So
0: Well, so. and also some people are not good test takers. So, it j- even if you yeah, yeah. are don't do well on the test... You might be an yeah, excellent same. nurse and just not be able to, mm-hmm. not be a good test taker. I know that uh, some people just tend to sit there and second guess every question. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's so much, there's like three reasons, three main reasons why people fail tests. But yeah, I think test anxiety and double check or triple guessing yourself.
0: Yeah. It's like answer the question and move on. Just go. That's yeah, Tina's yeah. test tips for the day.
1: <laughs> Tina's, yeah, man, we have a lot of teas. Tina's test tips for the day. <laughs> Tina Tangents.
0: So, okay. <laughs> he was even, this guy was even placing cocaine in her coffee from time to time. Like, he would just, like, sneak cocaine in her coffee. That way, if she was ever arrested and they analyzed her blood, they it would reveal that she had cocaine in her system. This guy was...
1: He was devious. Yeah, well... you think he could have poisoned her instead of... Anyways, yeah.
0: Oh, he probably tried. He only got... This is just what he got caught doing, you know?
1: It's pretty violent, though, because, you know trying to hit someone with a bat, like he's probably had some animosity. And
0: stuff. I know. It does sound, um, you know, they always say you yeah, can tell. Pretty vicious. Yeah, when there's like overkill, you can tell it's yeah. probably somebody that knows the person because it seems personal. Mm-hmm. So True. Uh, the sheriff's office also said that they did receive anonymous calls regarding cocaine and pretty much just trying to say like lead them to go and check out her business and her car for cocaine. Mm. They did find cocaine in both cases, but they always suspected that it was Joseph Anthony doing that deliberately, just obviously trying to set her up. They never really believed that she was, she had a a drug problem or was doing cocaine. Mm -hmm. So he was convicted of attempted first degree murder and first degree burglary. But before his conviction... He made this statement, so I guess they made their presentation and then, well, actually, I think he was convicted, but then before his, um, what am I trying to say? Sentencing, he made a statement. He said, I'm not here to talk about my innocence. I'm here to send a message to my children, especially my son, and to all men in general. Do not take your relationship for granted as I have done. Oh, that was his problem. He took his relationship for granted. (laughs) This guy.
1: Wow. Wow. So, what does that even mean?
0: Uh, well, basically, <laughs> he was trying to somehow get across that if he had just loved her more, apologized yeah, to yeah. her more, you know, more often, thanked her, you know, not taking her you for mean, granted, like- that then like he wouldn't have been convicted because you know this is all circumstantial evidence, and so mm. she's just mad at me because I didn't treat her well, I didn't treat her. Mm the way I should have. So she's mad at me and and then like basically made it seem like I was the one that did all of this. Yeah.
1: So do you think he was like trying to love her to death?
0: Yeah. I'm sure that was the problem. Okay. <laughs> okay. The <Fair> judge, <laughs> the judge said, I can't think of a crime more violent and evil unless somebody is actually murdered. But I'm convinced that that's what you intended. It's a fluke that she didn't die. That's what the judge said. So he also declined to remove him from solitary confinement or uh, he did not use phone restrictions while he was in jail. Because actually, he did try to use a coded letter to hire a former jailhouse friend to kill his ex-wife. So, I mean, this guy was just relentless. He didn't stop.
1: Uh, Wait, so even when he was in jail, he tried to hire someone outside of jail? Yes,
0: and this happens all the time with these people. It's just unbelievable. Mm. I don't know
1: dang, see, like, you don't know, like, who you're marrying until, like, they always say people change. So,
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: this goes out too all. Well. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But all I'm saying is, like, it's pretty, it's a scary world out there, you know? Like, when you see these murder mysteries, it's like, people, like, flip a switch. It's like,
0: wow. Yeah, I know. I think that sometimes they do maybe show a different side of themselves, you know, while they're dating mm-hmm. or early on. And then something does happen. Um, yeah. So, I did say that we would uh, talk a little bit about chiropractic medicine. And I just wanted to, very briefly, I don't want to make a big issue out of this or at all because Oh man. I don't have a... Are you digging,
1: are you digging the hole again? I know. I'm digging right, myself so back into a
0: hole so I can dig myself back out.
1: All chiropractors are... <laughs> no, I <was> gonna...
0: <laughs> so, I don't know if you're familiar with this, this lady or not, but uh, Katie May... She was a Playboy model, a single mother. She was also like the queen of Snapchat or something like that. She really, she, yeah, she had a a huge industry. She was very successful.
1: This is our good nurse of the week. Uh, No, no,
0: no, it's not. (laughs) Wow, I don't, I don't at all. You know, like she wasn't a nurse. She was deaf. She was a model. She was a mother. She was a really apparently just wonderful mother beautiful beautiful woman and what happened to her is she was on a shoot uh, a modeling shoot one day and she fell and
1: you're making me hang on to every word here because this is off script so I don't know what you're gonna say I know you have
0: no idea what I'm gonna talk about I have
1: no idea I'm like wow this is pretty interesting I threw Mike
0: for a loop you guys yeah we'll take a moment to hear a word from our sponsor Hey Kara. Hi. I've been talking about how several people that I know have been using Trusted Health ever since they sponsored the podcast last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're one of those people and I was like man I've got to get Kara to come on here and just tell about her experience. Well the advocate thing is what originally got me like into trusted health, because I still wasn't sure if I was ready to travel or not. The thing with recruiters is they call you all the time. And I feel like I'm wasting their time when I'm still unsure, like if I'm actually going to commit to traveling or not. So with my advocate, she was just like, Hey, I see you made a profile. I'm here if you need anything. Here's the website. You just go do you. And you are an employee of trusted health. Yes, they've just made everything really easy. Like when I extended my contract, I just shot my advocate a text and said, Hey, I've been offered an extension. And she did everything herself. It was stress free on my end. Easy breezy. Yeah, it is really easy, you guys. So all you have to do is go to trustedhealth.com forward slash good nurse that kind of just lets them know that you heard about them through us. And when you go there, the really cool thing is when you fill out a profile, what that does let you do is kind of look through the, the jobs, sort of see what's out there. And it's kind of neat. This is one of the only sites I've ever seen for a travel agency that literally puts the pay on the website. Yeah, the pay's there and it has the exact breakdown for you, what your base pay is, what your stipend is. and That's awesome. Well, you guys definitely go to trustedhealth.com forward slash goodnurse, fill out a profile and see what it's all about. What happened though, this is really strange to me and it's scary, honestly, but I'll let you guys decide what you think. So, Katie May was on a modeling shoot and she fell and she hurt her back. And so she went to a chiropractor and she tweeted
1: oh, no. She tweeted
0: about this. She okay. she was like, oh, I'm hurt my back. Anybody have any like home remedies or homeopathic type of you know things I can do? Whatever. So she went to a chiropractor to have an adjustment, and when she did, they that this particular chiropractor did an adjustment, and she actually ended up having a stroke. What? It's really sad.
1: Two years ago? No, four years
0: ago. Well, what happened is the Los Angeles coroner's office actually released a a report that officially said the cause of death, neck manipulation by chiropractor. Oh,
1: my God. I've had so many neck manipulations. Oh, no. I know. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, think about it. You know, in the nursing career, there's always mistakes that happen. And like, you know, even outside of like negligence or malpractice, like mistakes are made, you know, so... Why not in the chiropractic bill as
0: well? Yeah, the coroner's office, they listed as blunt force injury of the neck, and her death was the result of a chiropractic procedure. I mean, that's pretty bold to put that in for the coroner to put that in the report. I know the family Mm. did sue the chiropractor. I don't think any charges. I think they decided it was an an accident. I mean, you know, it's not obviously the person wasn't intentionally doing that, but. Mm -hmm. It's still the fact that she went there, you know, she had fallen, and then there was a neck manipulation. So, I started, after I I found this story about Katie May. I thought, how often does does this happen? And I Mm -hmm. started looking into it, and there are a few stories of this happening. This is not just a one-time thing, an isolated incident, and it's rare. It is rare for it to happen. But it is definitely something that can happen when you're manipulating the neck because the arteries that go through, the vertebral arteries, you can injure them. Yeah,
1: It says that, at least by People magazine.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a great story.
1: (laughs) A RAND study states that the rate of serious complication caused by chiropractic adjustments are one in a million. Yeah. But dang, that is intense. So anyways, long story short, all chiropractors are bad. No, so, no that's not kidding. true. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. So <laughs> what can happen? You know, you, and I, I have actually heard of people who were just popping their own neck, just like, you know, popping. Dude, their. Neck. I do
1: that a lot.
0: I do too. And I,
1: I put my hand right here and I'm like, yes,
0: yes. Well, I guess that can yeah, right re- maybe can result in sort of a, a stroke if you do that just the wrong way.
1: Well, if you over hyperextend, yeah. Yeah,
0: so like, it is a vertebral artery dissection is what happens. You injure the artery. I mean, if you do that, oh. that's not good, obviously, and it can cause a stroke. It? So, so I don't know. I thought it was interesting. We did a bad chiropractor. And so I thought it was interesting to talk about some of the things that can happen when you go to the chiropractor that some people have experienced, but it is extremely rare. Like you said, it's very, very rare for this to happen. And some people mm-hmm. even think that it's not that the chiropractor, that adjusting the neck is what did it. It's that they were already, I guess, in the process of having a stroke and maybe the neck manipulation just mm. sort of exacerbated it. But the point yeah, is though... I've loosened the, clock, yeah. the point is though that... It, when they when someone goes and says, hey, I fell, it seems like maybe the chiropractor should have sent her to the hospital to have a CT or something done to make sure. Oh. You know, I don't know. That's the only thing that I would say that could possibly be something that that person should have done is like, hey, you know, you fell. I probably ought to make sure there's not something else going on here before we assume, you know, that there's some sort of adjustment that needs to be made with your discs. But there are a lot of doctors. She like... Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I wonder if she had like a fat emboli somewhere from like a...
0: No, it was a vertebral artery dissection. There's no doubt about that, that that when they did the autopsy, that that artery was damaged. Oh, wow. So, huh. yeah, it dissected. And then that bleed is what caused the the stroke. There's no doubt about that. Dang. All
1: right.
0: Whether or not, you know, the neck manipulation actually caused the dissection. Yeah. Or whether... Probably worsened it, maybe. The fall happened know. and then... the Yeah. It's very very rare though, you know, and so I don't know. A lot of people say that they get a lot of benefit from chiropractic medicine and from going and having, you know, manipulations. You know, it's if nothing else it's definitely physiotherapy, you know, they they obviously help a lot of people. So who are, who am I to say that it, you know, that it doesn't work or whatever, but I just thought it would be interesting to kind of talk about some of these things that can happen. I don't I don't I don't want to get the emails from people that are like how dare you? You know, like because I'm not I saying that. I want you to get
1: those emails. I'm not
0: saying. Oh. Mike, what are you talking about?
1: Just say what you want to say. We'll say, okay, guys. So what Tina's trying to say, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> no, I'm
1: not. <laughs> I'm just trying to stir the pot. I know? don't
0: want to say that because it's...
1: <laughs> you be the last time you invite me. So, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. No, I just don't want to be responsible for, you know, like, completely denouncing an entire group of people that obviously... It is a profession that a lot of people believe in. And, you know, I don't have... There yeah, yeah, There are a lot of medical doctors, though, that make it their goal in life to fight against that philosophy of medicine because they do believe that it's harmful. And if you look that up, yeah. there there are entire associations yeah. like that are committed to trying to fight against it because they believe that strongly about it, that it's dangerous. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, it's funny because, like, I've seen some chiropractors (laughs) market themselves in a way that's, like, kind of, like, too good to be true. Mm. Like, I think one even chiropractor was saying that, like, uh, adjustments prevent cancer or that Mm -hmm. being perfectly aligned somehow aligns, like, uh, your meridian points or whatever. How do you, like, co-align that with, like, the actual medical practice where it's, like, evidence-based, right? And one of my good friends, his wife's a chiropractor, so get adjusted. But anyways. Well,
0: yeah. I do think that they're, just like in medicine, because, I mean, we've literally done stories on this podcast about medical doctors who have done dishonest things, who literally misdi- deliberately misdiagnosed people just so they can do medical procedures, just so they can get money. So,
1: uh, yeah. yeah,
0: anyone is capable of being dishonest. Oh, yeah. Anyone's capable of trying to be a shyster, yeah. you know, or, or lie to try to try to get business or, or whatever, or maybe even be misguided. Maybe they believe something that's maybe not true. So anyway, we can get into our good doctor story because I'm so excited about this. These doctors, there are two doctors that did this, and I think they are just the coolest people oh, yeah. ever. They are so cool. Dr. Ebony Jade Hilton and Leanne, Dr. Leanne Webb, they wanted to help
1: yeah. children
0: and families that are uh, dealing with with the uncertainty of the COVID pandemic. And so what they did is they wrote a children's book for communities of color that are being disproportionately stricken by COVID-19. So mm. it's a free book that they distributed. So they it's a tool for helping children cope with COVID and the stress and the, you know, the grief and, and that sort of thing that's, that um, is brought about by the pandemic. But they also were kind of using it to, like as a guide to stay healthy. Which I thought that was kind of neat. It's yeah. like, it's called, We're Going to Be Okay. And so, you know, they start reading. Oh, yeah, you know, you think is. about a parent getting that for their child. And like, here's the little way we can kind of talk to them about COVID. But then there's some, they sneak some other things in there too. You know, about being healthy. Oh, cool. I thought that was really cool.
1: Nice. Tips and advice by, you know, that sounds like, I mean, obviously Hilton. So, but I mean, like the Jade Hilton, like, I
0: know. <laughs> I know what it sounds. It
1: sounds like a really, like, good author name, you know? I, I mean, know. Jade Hilton. Well, and— Leanne Webb.
0: What's—and they're gorgeous, too. Like, on the website that I found, it's uh, virginia.edu, news.virginia.edu is where I found it. And it's UVA Doctors that did that. They were actually honored for this children's book that they did. And so the the pictures mm-hmm. that they have on the website are—they're just, like, they're just gorgeous, yeah. you know— doctors. I just love them. And I just love that they. Yes. You know, this is just a way for them to help people. It's free. It's a free book. Really? Hilton well. said that her inspiration was fueled by knowing that the enemy of fear is information. So That's true. she said the purpose of the book is to inform and empower while at the same time allowing for vulnerability. The addition of the latter to allow children to express their emotions of grief and anxiety, uh, she said, was in, uh, was particular, particularly important. Uh, she said, we unfortunately know that some kids will experience the loss of a parent or a sibling, and we wanted them to have an outlet for to write or draw out those thoughts to give them a safe space to fully heal. I thought that was just really—it's yeah. so nice, you know, to kind of think about people in this situation, because I think a lot of times we don't think about the children that are impacted. Especially, you know, this, mm-hmm. this particular situation, it doesn't impact children directly. You know, COVID is not really affecting children directly a lot of times, yeah. you know, Yeah. for the most part. So, um, the way that it is affecting them is you think about their parents or their mm-hmm. grandparents. Parents,
1: grandparents, yeah. A
0: lot of children are raised by their grandparents. So, if they get COVID yeah. and they um, end up in the hospital on a ventilator, who's taking care of those children? So,
1: yeah. Yeah. One of my friends saw his grandmother died from COVID. It was actually a real COVID case, not one of the fake ones.
0: Oh, gosh. But I
1: mean, yeah, yeah. It was like, she had all the symptoms. I think she was like 78 or something. Yeah.
0: Oh, gosh. That's terrible. I know. know. Well, I'm sorry that that happened. My son got COVID a few weeks ago, Levi. Really? He's 16. No way. And he spent three days in Children's Hospital just a few years ago. Just like a couple of years ago. Oh,
1: a few years ago. From... uh.
0: Just having, he got a cold. He just literally got an upper respiratory infection and it went in, it kind of, you know how you start it with a cold, head cold, and it goes into your chest, you start coughing. Well, oh, someone like Levi, who kind of has that reactive airway issue. So you get a cold, mm-hmm. it turns into something a little bit more. He spent three days in Children's Hospital because he d- could not get his O2 sets up. And so when he got COVID, I was scared to death. I stayed home from the hospital. And just watched him like a hawk. I was so afraid, but he was fine. He bounced right really? back. He's really, yep. He totally. He's been he's been out of quarantine for a couple of weeks now, and I, I hope that that oh. means he's immune to it. This, I I don't know.
1: This is the one I saw that we were talking. Levi. Le, Levi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh okay okay man, <laughs> that's pretty scary. Yeah. Because uh, dude, that's yeah. I guess it depends on how big your viral load is too, how much you're exposed to at one time. That's
0: what I understand. I think that's why they're saying that maybe people wearing these masks, are. even though some of us in the medical field, are, we kind of like laughed at it and kind of like scoffed a little. I remember when when they first started telling us uh, to wear masks, thinking, are we supposed to pretend like we didn't take microbiology? Like this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But now I kind of am understanding because I was reading an article that was talking about how wearing the mask can kind of help, might be showing that uh, it's helping with, because it is reducing the viral load. Because you're wearing a mask, you might be exposed to less. Uh, even if you're exposed to some of it, you're exposed to less than you would have been. And so it's mm-hmm. kind of helping out people create antibodies and become immune to COVID and yeah. not even showing symptoms yeah, or, yeah. or having really I mild, mean, like, mild cases.
1: I think the best case scenario is that you get a little bit uh, of the... Uh, called? You get a little bit of the COVID, but just a little bit so that your body knows what it is and mm-hmm. build antibodies against it. Yeah. Um, kind of like inviting your kid to a chickenpox party, right?
0: <laughs> oh, but I don't <laughs> recommend you guys do. <laughs> We're but not I mean. saying that in, you should do that at all.
1: <laughs> in a sense, because my brother is a, a paramedic in LA mm-hmm. and he goes on COVID patients like probably four or five times a day or a week, he said, something like that. And so he's wearing masks and stuff, but he, he's always around my parents. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my parents are in their 60s. Ooh. And I'm like, what are you guys, what are you doing? But apparently they haven't got it. I think my dad did have like a cold, but he wasn't sure if it was that.
0: So Maybe he should have his blood tested for antibodies to see if he has them. I've thought about yeah. getting myself because I did not actually get it when Levi got it. I didn't get it. My husband didn't get it. My other son, mm. who's older than Levi that lives with us, does. he did not get it either. And so... It seems odd to me that it's such a highly contagious virus, and yet no one else in the house got it when Levi was here. And you, I mean, come on, are you seriously going to say we? You're (laughs) all in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was weird, Mm. Um, and I, I Mm. I think there's something to that whole immunity thing that maybe, yeah, maybe we have been. I hope, I hope we're immune to it. I don't don't have to worry Mm. about it anymore. But
1: that's crazy though, because if you think that you got the immune let's say you were just slowly dosed exposed at your hospital yeah and then your husband probably got off of you in a sense mm-hmm. I'm just speculating and then Levi then just Levi sort Levi of should have got how the heck did Levi who, Levi who have you been hanging out
0: well <laughs> Levi is going to school and he's on oh, he's he, on the football team and the football team they're allowed
1: to go to the football team
0: yes they've been
1: oh how about okay. I
0: just get on a Tina tangent about this
1: whoa whoa hey hey I played I football in not. high school so get out there kids <laughs>
0: so I do think that's probably what happened to him. It's just honestly, them. Did, you can't you can't practice football and really be social distancing.
1: Yeah. So I think everyone's got to be six feet apart on the line.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work <laughs> it's that 50 yards
1: way. Yards wide. So.
0: <laughs> no. So.
1: <laughs> what about uh, anyone else get it? Do You know, or no, not that I, anyone else on like football team
0: that I know of. I I don't believe that any mm. of uh, any like one connected to us, got it, as far as we know.
1: Oh, okay, okay,
0: okay. Yeah, so, I mean, the second that we realized that he was having symptoms, we kept him home, took him immediately to get him tested. And so, hopefully, we that helped with— uh, Yeah. It was still in summer. summer uh, school had not started back, but they oh, were doing okay. football practice. Yeah, practice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hell Week and stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. I
0: know. So, it is. it's still a scary thing. I was just looking, because I think that we've all just had to kind of get used to a new normal. And mm-hmm. I just, everyone's just kind of moving on, right? We're all just kind of living with it. And so, yeah. but we still get the updates every day from the hospital. This is how many COVID patients are there. The number doesn't hmm. seem to be going down. Maybe it's going down a little from what it was like a month ago, but it's still high enough that it's like, what is up? You know, winter... When are these numbers going to really go away, you know? Mm. Um, and it's just, it's like, I, I i looked up the, you know, the death rate, uh, how many deaths there are. And I was really shocked to see that it hasn't really gotten a whole lot better lately.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I guess like, I don't know. Yeah. Are people just over it or, I don't know. I guess the new normal is wearing masks and trying to. I know, but. Community herd, I guess. I don't know. People
0: are it's, still dying from it. It's not.
1: It's great well, okay, so I'm going to play the devil's advocate okay. because, because Sweden is doing herd immunity and so is Amsterdam. You don't have to wear a mask in Holland or at least in Amsterdam, as well as Sweden. So, but then again, they like closed their borders. Well, so did all of Europe. But
0: hmm. anywho. Can I move there? Yes. I just, <laughs> I'm so tired of wearing a mask.
1: So maybe there's something to be said about like you know getting low doses of it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But anyways... We're Going to Be Okay, the book. I uh, I downloaded it. I'm looking at it right now. Actually, the, the art's pretty good. It's really nice.
0: Yes. It's very well illustrate, illustrated. And um, you guys should definitely go yeah. and find that. It's just, it's adorable. Yeah. I appreciate these two women for so much for what they've done and the con- contributions that they've made. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess that's it for this week. That's
1: all for me. Yeah. All
0: right. We,
1: Thanks so much, Tina.
0: You guys know you can find Mike at Mike, just remind them where 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 do you want them to yeah. go to find you?
1: Uh you guys can go to simplenursing.com if you're a nursing student. We're going to be launching some CEUs and some career prime prep stuff. We're going to help you build resumes and talk about travel nursing, kind of like trusted health, and um show you some new grad stuff and tips and tricks. Nice if you're a new grad. But a really cool thing is we're starting a I'm collaborating with Holly Blue, which is like the first social media app for nurses. So it was actually created by a nurse for nurses. It's like a mixture of—I was telling Tina this—mixture of like Instagram with LinkedIn and Tinder, as well as <laughs> um, Facebook groups. So you can join our group for uh, Simple Nursing on there. Um, what is it called it's, again? It's called Holly Blue. S- H-O- H oh. O, yeah, like Holly. H O L L I, and then B L U. It's like a weird name. But it's really it's interesting because it's in cons, it's a startup right now but it's like the first social media app for nurses. I like it. So.
0: I want I've never heard really, of it. Yeah. Okay. I got to go yeah. look at this up and see what it's all about. Yeah, so it's going to be kind of
1: cool. We're going to see how it goes.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, you guys know you can find us. At, you can email me directly all of your complaints and um, <laughs> <laughs> all the stuff Just that Mike sent you, all my mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> send Direct them to Mike. You can send them to me at tina at goodnursebadnurse.com. <laughs> Just address them to Mike, please. He is, it's mm-hmm. all his fault. Everything that I said that was wrong. the
1: customer care coordinator. Mike is mm-hmm. our customer
0: care coordinator. <laughs> we sent all yes. the escalated calls to Mike.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I I diffuse the crisis mode, it's okay. <laughs> We have a lot of love to go around.
0: <laughs> you guys know though. I do love it when you when you send me emails. Please be nice. Honestly, it. I. You don't have to be mean. <laughs> it's enough just to send me an email and correct me. That's all you have to do. You really don't have to be mean. I. I'm very sensitive.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna start sending you only mean emails. You're gonna start, I'm start sending gonna hire me these someone.
0: anonymous emails that are horrible. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll hire a whole team just to send me. Oh my gosh.
0: that's okay. <laughs> that terrible. Okay, sorry,
1: sorry. Yeah, it's not April Fool's yet.
0: So, okay. Oh gosh, yeah. No, not yet. So, not yet, but you yet. can also find us on Instagram at GoodNurseBadNurse or Twitter or, GM, or wait, GMBN Podcast at Twitter and Facebook. Um, and I also want to remind you guys that even if you're a bad girl or a bad boy, a bad boy yeah. be a good nurse, please. Or a bad or a good chiropractor or something. Whatever.
1: There you go. Yeah, yeah. Whatever.
0: Just be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. All
1: right. <laughs>